Hi, and welcome to the Switch Show. Let's talk exposure. Exposure. How many of you know what the word? You all know what the word exposure is. But yeah, um, I want to talk about exposure today, majorly because this word has been a key part of my life. So before we go into, you know the nitty gritty make sure to follow us here on spotify or wherever you're getting this podcast from um turn on the post notifications so that you know whenever we post share with your friends and your family you know so that they get this sweet and beautiful message of debunking myths stopping dogmas and being relatable so yeah exposure exposure is the fact or condition of being affected by something or experiencing something the condition of being exposed to something now the reason i said this this um word has been like the statement of my life is because i've said this before um when i was 13 i switched schools i switched schools i changed schools so i was i went off to a boarding school now for non-nigerians that or non-africans that think that boarding school is you know for bad kids boarding school is not for bad kids contrary to what the movies always portray it as boarding school just you know many times it's is to shape a child's you know so, social skills and you know improve cognitive abilities and some decision making skills and you know a lot of things or just basically for school you know regular school stuff so yeah i switched schools the um last three years of secondary school was spent in a boarding school from 13 to when i graduated at 16. so when i got there i found out that i wasn't i didn't know a lot of things so i started to learn i started to learn a lot of things and a lot of good things and a lot of bad things you know so when i graduated secondary school i had to unlearn a lot of stuff i had to relearn a lot of stuff and i had to learn new things to flush the old away the old things that i've unlearned so yeah so that was kind of what has groomed me because looking at my life if i didn't have that exposure i i thought to myself you know before i got sent off into boarding school i thought to myself i said if i don't have a measure of exposure what would i say to people how would i be able to relate to people that have xyz problem or have this idea or want to say something you know i will not have all the answers that is a fact but the fact that someone comes to me or wants to confide in me in something you know i should be able to speak as someone that is not just reasonably intellectual but somebody that has emotions and feelings to you know to talk to them like a human you know talk to them like humans so yeah and yeah the bible talks about exposure and depending on what you're exposed to the results differ from very little in scale and size 
to a magnitude that exceeds your expectations and that is where i don't think i've ever quoted scriptures a lot of scriptures but i'm going to quote two scriptures and the first scriptures is from the book of proverbs chapter 27 and 17 and it talks about a man um it talks about it says as iron sharpens iron so does a man sharpen or so does a man influence the character of another man now the reason for this when when it was written in the book of proverbs you know it was written based on the it was written to explain the role of community when it comes to fellowship so you understand why it is important to be part of a bible believing um solid in doctrine jesus professing church okay it's not just enough to say i'm a christian and i can run this alone you know i need my time i need to be isolated many times isolation you know more often than not isolation is a trap by the enemy the devil so being isolated isn't an option and so now it says as iron sharpens iron so does a man influence the character of another man now that scripture was talking based on the context of fellowship so depends on who you have fellowship with if you have fellowship with bad guys if you have fellowship with bad guys you'll be a bad guy and if you have fellowship with good people you'll be a good person so and the next one which is this is a bible verse that was quoted often by my parents by my folks you know whenever they they advised me against bad guys when i was going off to boarding school they said they told me quoting from first corinthians 15 33 say be um be not deceived evil communication corrupts good manners and i was thinking about it i was like okay what does it mean evil communication corrupts good manners but then being you know a smart boy i'll be like it's not always like that jesus hung around with sinners jesus hung around with people that communicated evil or that were deemed to be bad guys in their time and jesus wasn't evil jesus's manners didn't change but there's a keyword there communication when jesus sat amongst quote-unquote sinners the people that were regarded as terrible or outcasts by the religious pharisees jesus did not sit there and dare i say or do i say jesus didn't sit there to tell tell them to talk about their own stuff okay jesus sat down with tax collectors people that were involved in back in the day what we call money money laundering these tax collectors were thieves were criminals you just didn't start telling them how do you guys steal this money how do you hike taxes how do you collect extra levies from people that you know that you're not meant to collect and jesus sat there and was taking tips and after he took tips and said hmm it is well no when jesus went into their midst there was one thing that was evident it was that he carried he carried himself as the son of god he moved with grace and with power he moved with authority and he had charisma but then when jesus walked there he talked to them about the salvific grace that is that he was going to offer by his crucifixion death and resurrection so 
when Jesus talked to them, he was like, there is something greater than what you're doing. You know, these signs and wonders that you see are a tool to convince you that God, there is something greater than the gods you see. The things that you can see and touch, the idols you've carved up and made up for yourselves, there are the greater things than the wealth you want to amass, the power you want to get, and the influence you want to exercise. There's something greater. You should come to the side of light, the light and the life of God. You know, that was good and divine communication. But then we 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 think we are an, we are an exception, and we go we hang out with you know a bunch of crazy guys. We don't talk about the gospel. We don't talk about how good God is. We don't talk about um, all those other stuff. We don't even mention the gospel throughout our conversations. We hear them talk about women, objectify women, objectify themselves, look at themselves as macho men. If I catch this girl, I would do and undo. I would unseat her from a high, high-handed high throne. I would do this to her. I would do that. You know, you hear them talk about their unquenchable desire for money. Guy, I must make money today. Ah, if I don't make money, man who go rest. Hozulu, hozu, hozu make. You hear some very, very backhanded quotes. And then you're sitting there and say, ah, Jay, ah, Jay, ah, guy, what you're saying makes sense to so, guy, what you're saying is true. And you're laughing. And then when you come out, if your decision making is questioned, you're like, Jesus sat down with sinners. Jesus did sit down with sinners, but his communication wasn't about sin, wasn't about vices, wasn't about fleshly desires jesus sat down with these people in order to win them over to the kingdom he talked about scripture he talked about he he properly educated them on the salvation that he was about to offer and the life that is found in christ the life that is found in god the life that that can be found anywhere else so my peace i give to you not as this world gives it means that there is always a version that the world gives but there is something greater there's something better than the best of you okay so i said the commonality in both scriptures is the level of exposure a man's exposure equates his abundance of knowledge and understanding and the lack thereof so whatever you are exposed to the level you are exposed to something is is you know equal to the amount of knowledge you have of that thing or the lack you'd have thereof so when you are exposed to sermons and you're exposed to a community of believers your or believers that are properly dissecting the bible and scripture you are opened you are more open to having knowledge and having knowledge you'd also have understanding you're more open to having knowledge and understanding of elements of scripture of um the doctrines of your faith as a christian on precepts and guidelines on how to live a solid christian life you know you are open to multiple things like that if you hang around with people that are wizards in economics and business if you hang around with them long enough paying close attention to the things they say 
you know implementing these things that's one thing about exposure you know there's the implementation side of it you can hear all these things and not implement but once you start to implement it means that you're having an understanding and you are cultivating the understanding so once you start to implement the principles of economics economic forecasting you find yourself becoming more economically and financially wise or intelligent similarly when you hang around with bad guys when you hang around with guys that you know throw hard drugs here and there throw um opioids and psychedelics and pills and shrooms you hang around with these guys you start to implement and the more you do that the level of your exposure with them increases your chances of becoming like them so a man's level of exposure equates abundance of knowledge and understanding and the lack thereof so yeah a few factors come into play when thinking or considering someone's level of exposure and they are there are five of them past experiences religious religious and cultural upbringing personality desperation and environmental factors so we'll talk about past experiences experiences and outcomes of some events in a person's life that resonates with their emotions affect their willingness or reluctance to be open to new experiences the reason why some people you know fall out of the faith or say they are no longer christians is because of church hurt or some things they've experienced from people that came out and publicly identified as christians and that is the problem with you know that is one of the biggest problems we have in the body of christ or in the community of believing christians is the fact that there are a lot of people that profess their faith in jesus claim to be christians you know claim to believe what the bible says about righteous living and um grace through faith we've been saved by grace through faith in jesus christ people that believe these things they say these things out loud but then their character and every other thing doesn't equate you know that is one of the problems and we have fallen victim to this aspect of things one way or the other and we've damaged the outlook on christianity for a lot of people so many people they are reluctant to accept jesus they are reluctant to accept jesus or to become christians it's from the experiences experiences they've had with so-called christians and similarly in other um parts of our lives like in career and everything many people are afraid to make investments because they got into a ponzi scheme get rich quickly scheme you know this try this pyramid whatever and it told you bring bring a thousand naira and in three days you get a thousand five hundred the higher you bring the higher you earn um you bring what's what's the you bring twenty thousand naira and in in a week you are earning fifty two thousand naira that's a thirty two thousand naira increase and you're wondering to yourself you're thinking is this real and then you're seeing testimonials online people are like oh um thank god for triangle scheme 
thank god for the polygon scheme thank god for this and that and you're seeing testimonies it could even be that someone close to you testifies of something like that and you invest there is no product to be sold or products to be received or consumed there is no evidence of um, consumption of service or um, distribution of service or provision of services it's just bring money to get money basically and then you invest and their company closes up the next day and they run away with your about 300,000 naira money you probably wanted to double maybe your house rent wanted to double it like 600k or probably triple it get close to a million pay your house rent and have a lot of money to you know support your family probably get your mom or dad something nice get your wife or your fiance something good get some things for your siblings get some things for your church or your friends get something good for yourself as well and you run away with your money and now you're stuck trying to rally around that can affect your reluctance that can affect your willingness or reluctance to accept an investment idea or platform yeah i said religious or cultural upbringing a person's affiliation to religion shapes their perspective on exposure similarly there are certain cultural drawbacks on what the person can or cannot be exposed to now religion as a christian there are many things that you cannot do and there are many things that you can do you know these things i won't go into details then when it comes to culture there are many cultural drawbacks some of them are good and some of them are just downright ancient and archaic you know like um especially in this part of the world where some families are opposed to intercultural marriage or inter-ethnic marriage they want you to marry from your tribe from your states that is that is old that's old that's ancient that is old-fashioned and it's it doesn't even tally if you're a christian it doesn't even tally with scriptures but you find out that some bible believing christians will say no you can't marry a guy or a girl from outside our tribe or outside our state there has to be continuity of our tribe of our seed or whatever and that's just backhanded yeah and then i said personality you know when you talk about introverts extroverts or ambiverts ambiverts are like the guys in the middle of the introverts and the extroverts it can affect how willing you are to be exposed you know like myself i call myself an introvert you know i I say i'm an introvert some people yeah they know some people don't don't think i am so many times i'm you know subscribe to the idea that i'm an ambivert because i know how to be outgoing but i also like my personal you know schedule i like my private time a lot so depending on what side of the spectrum you're on when it comes to personality it can affect whatever it is you want to do and especially when it comes to fulfilling purpose as a christian when god tells you being an introvert god tells you i would i want you to be a public speaker it makes no sense if god said i want you to be a programmer or a software developer you know that most of your work is behind the scenes you don't really have to talk to a lot of people out there you know you could just you know but there will be times where you talk to people but it's not all the time 
but then god is telling you i want you to be a public speaker you're going to be going for seminars you're going to be traveling the world you're going to be doing a lot of things that involve speaking to a large number of people and you're like bro i do not like to talk to people i don't even like people that much you know so depending on what it is you know it affects how willing you are to go out there you know to run with purpose or to run with you know what it is yeah the next point is desperation desperation i wrote this quote you know wanted to sound philosophical i hope it it, to me made sense you know yeah but yeah it, it does make sense desire necessitates desperation desperation indulges will and will exalts a man too high to be corrected such a man is dangerous now the reason what it means in essence is your desires you know propel you to it's actually quite explanatory but i'm going to explain it but what it means is that your desires propel you you know you are propelled in the direction of your desires and depending on how big your desires are it determines how desperate you can get that is why we we advise as christians to desire god you know to desire the will of god so when our desires for the will of god are magnified and beyond even what we can think we are extremely desperate for god and desperation for god is not bad because god is insatiable you keep on longing after him and longing after him and more things you see and more things you'd get more of your vision more of your purpose in life is actualized there is a relationship that goes beyond the relationship with men there is intimacy with god there is you know you grow from strength to strength you grow from glory to glory and your knowledge of god and your understanding of him increases because you are propelled in the direction of your desires but then when your desires are for things like wealth you know it's good to be wealthy don't get me wrong you can invest you know but it has to be in moderation your desires for other things secular things you know when it comes to like wealth being successful should be should be good enough that they propel you to do better but they should not be so much that they consume your existence because some people are so desperate to be wealthy that they would do anything they would get it by all means that is why nigerians you know nigerians have this bad front you know in countries outside that it seems like all nigerians are online fraudsters because a percentage of the population is so desperate to get wealth you know it's you know because of how the economy is and how tight things get a handful or is rather significant amount of the population wants to get wealthy by all means so they resort to internet fraud and the likes and other vices some things even more catastrophic than the other so it is just what it is it is just what it is so you are directed in the you are prepared in direction of a desire and once you've been exalted too high to be corrected like i said about free will you know like i've i've said about free will your free your will is your most powerful asset once your will has exalted you too high to be corrected you become the most dangerous man on earth yeah environmental factors 
you know the physical social economic political factors amongst others play a role in exposure levels that's just basically it so yeah um what are the effects of exposure i wrote i wrote down three points said it opens you up to new ideas and perspectives you know you get to see the world from a different light you get to see things differently you get to think differently your thought pattern changes you know this is not just for good you know both good and bad effects both good and bad opens you to new ideas good new ideas or new good ideas new bad ideas so depending on what you're exposed to see challenges pre-existing norms so if you dwell with good things you um saturate yourself with positive things it challenges the pre-existing um vices that you've harbored as norms that is where you have to unlearn these things and learn the good ones you know like being a fruitful believer and winning souls for christ no but if you're exposed to bad things it makes your conviction in jesus start to shake and you have you have things like people falling out of the faith and the likes and the next thing is like communicate change so when you entertain new ideas that challenge your pre-existing norms there is bound to be change and they say change is the only constant thing in life so there is bound to be change regardless of whether it's you're exposed to something good or you're exposed to something bad so yeah thank you all for listening I don't know if you guys i don't know we'll, we'll do more long episodes you know i'm i'm trying to think of short episodes you know do more bonus episodes where i'll just take up my mic you know i have a very small mic it's portable you know like i don't know this clip on kind of like a lavalier mic you know just clip it on my shirts and i just start talking you know do something spontaneous or rant for a couple of minutes and just you know drop it there and see if you guys would like it but yeah thank you guys for your support i love you all deeply thank you for your support for these these three years of being a podcaster i've been amazing i couldn't ask for a better audience um heavily grateful to you guys i'm immensely grateful to you guys for the support the likes the shares the reviews for everything god bless you all for real and yeah i'll see you on the next episode remember to stay lit Flip that switch and illuminate the world. The world needs you because you are the light to this dark world. I love you. God loves you more. God bless you and see you in the next episode.